Yo, motherfuckers! Welcome to another week, episode nine. I'm DJ here with co-creator, co-host, and co-shit talker. Ready? <laughs> yeah, two fellas breaking this week's shenanigans down through sarcasm, humor, and smack talk. We hit on all different topics, issues, and a usually at least one Florida story <laughs> be sure to hit us up another week podcast at gmail.com we take feedback article submissions stories and even direct deposit so since you're listening and we hope you're subscribed help us grow share this master class in wise assery with all your peoples ratings reviewing and joining our facebook group also help us out so with all that said the DVR Podcast Network proudly presents Another, Another week. week. Yeah, what's up, Reddy? How was your week? All right, all right. It's a good week. It's an exciting week coming up, you know. We got a lot of things that happen, a lot of things that are coming up. Um, but other than that, I mean, it was a good week. It was a, it was an interesting week, just throughout the media in general, just throughout news. And yeah. We have a lot of things to talk about, a lot of things to cover up. There was, so, you know, real quick, a lot of shit went down. World Series started, Nationals and Astros. I don't really care about either one, so I'm kind That's of... That's all right. I'm still you bitter know. for my Dodgers. Um, Yankee Boo-hoo. fans probably can relate. Boo-hoo. So NBA started. Lakers, yeah, yeah. Lakers lost their first game. That, that, Zion's out for six to eight weeks. Half the league's out. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, Watchmen started. I know you caught that, right? Yeah, that was that was good. Everybody watch Watchmen. Yes, yeah, and uh, follow up on the on the Axel Foley's Watchmen podcast on DVR yeah. Network. Yeah, him and it was a- definitely it was it was definitely good though. Honestly, him, it was really it was really a good show. Him and a hustler killed it on the podcast. It was Not- way better than Breaking Bad. Oh shit! Oh shit! So yeah, what else happened? Wu Tang had its finale. Um, I don't think you saw it yet, right? No, I didn't see it yet, but I'm uh, definitely excited to see it. Yeah, I think you know, like we we teased up earlier when we did the first five episode uh or four episode recap i think now we'll finish up the season in a upcoming maybe next episode so we'll get to that uh what else we got president trump still a moron um little nas x his first song debatable (laughs) i'm all right um i mean i don't know what's what's like more degrading than moron i guess that would be the debating part um so, your boy Lil Nas X, he's the first yeah. song he had the first song in 2019 to go diamond, diamond, ten, ten million what? copies sold. Let me tell you, I I personally I don't like the song, um, just because I don't like the song. I'm gonna be honest with you, but I I like music. I give everybody a shot, and I give everybody the credit when credit is due. I give him tremendous credit Listen, um, for what he's done and. Hey, you want Diamond, baby? You, yeah, you know You're what? good for life off of that one song. That's it. Like, you know... Uh, you made it when you, off of one song. Pop music is what it is, and that's more generally what's going to do these crazy numbers. And, you know, from a, a wedding DJ to a club DJ, I've seen this song pop off all over the place. And with all types of demographics that you would think don't even like know what they're listening to because they're not sure if it's country, rap, pop, what, but it, it worked and 
big up to this guy for putting it out there and pretending he's Nas's son. And, and and then and shout out shout out to Billy Ray Cyrus who helped him a lot. Too, yo, that, that was coming through with that remix. His, his verse on the remix was actually was was hot. I was, like Billy Ray Cyrus's uh, remix. A lot of people like, ready? What the fuck are you talking about? People know me, but listen, Billy Ray Cyrus killed it. No, but what he did was even bigger. We we didn't weren't doing this podcast at the time when the story came out, and we definitely talked about this um, t- when we were together, and that you know Billboard took him off the country list for a country song. He hit the number one spot. And the industry was like, what the fuck? And Billy Ray Cyrus stepped up, said, let's do a remix, got him on the remix, and got it back on the country charts. And now he's on the pop charts, country charts, urban charts, everywhere. So good for this guy and good for the fuck you to the industry. And good for Billy Ray Cyrus stepping up and not really giving a shit. Hell yeah, you know. and for me. I mean, when, I mean, when you're a mega daughter. millionaire already, when you still collect an achy, breaky heart paychecks, you could do shit like that. Hell yeah. So Put, I, I definitely appreciate it. And, he, you know, he got that game putting it, Hannah Montana mm-hmm. to work at a baby age. Smart That's guy. That's it. Still uh, collecting them Disney checks. You know what I mean? So, all right. So here's a, here's a cool thing. If you're a Spotify premium member, they're giving away a Google Home Mini. So if you got that if you, premium if you have account, a premium account, you could claim that. Um, I'm not going to big up Spotify too much. I got a lawsuit against them going on right now. Yeah, me but too. But other than that, um, that is good. If you have a premium account, you could go to Spotify's website or to Google's main website, and you're just going to have to, I guess, type in your information. I'm not really sure because I don't have a premium account. But um, Listen, anybody doing something where they're giving stuff away nowadays, like – is you know to to get your business is is good because there's a lot of shit out there and really it's hard to catch a deal nowadays. Yep. Uh, so that's it. What else we got? Uh, the you know this is real controversial. A lot of people don't like this, but um, I like it. I like her. She. I like her personality because she's fun. A lot like- of people get upset at this or that. And she's hot. Don't get me wrong. I think I definitely think she's hot when she has. I like her. She's hot when she has makeup and when she doesn't. Who have the makeup. hell could you be talking about? And when she when she doesn't have makeup, she's not hot. But that's what makes her hot. Like she she's constantly on her IG page and whatever without makeup on, without her hair done, and she's regular. That's okay. You don't have to look like fucking a model every second of the day. But shout out to Cardi B. She's um wish, casting wish. a new. In the new uh, next Fast and the Furious movie, which drops May 2020. So they're, they're actually finishing up shooting it out. Now her, um, Vin Diesel hopped on Instagram with her at the movie set. And shout out to her. Yeah, I saw I saw my man uh, Michael Underscore from the What Up Though podcast. He put uh, uh, this story up this morning and he wrote, Well, if I ever finally go see a Fast and the Furious movie, this will be the one. Because of Cardi. And I was like, didn't really want to comment and start up a whole thing because they probably jump all over me. But I happen to be a fan of the franchise. It's a fun franchise. It's goofy. I don't have crazy expectations of an auteur film. Uh, I like no. them. Them shits is fun. So They're great, yeah, they're great action movies. They're like, they're Mission Impossible with cars. Same yeah. way Mission Impossible is super fucking fake. Okay, and 
That's it. They're fake. They like they steal entire bank vaults. I don't know what the hell just fell by me. Something just clicked. Probably anyway. You're probably your Cardi B Funko pop. <laughs> me and my my statue. Cardi B Funko pop just just popped out of its brazier. But um, yeah, they steal like entire bank vaults and they're driving up, you know, with helicopters. And, yeah, you know, a bunch of bonky. They're driving through tunnels in the desert. You know, right? It's a bunch of crazy stuff. And the police never, ever show up until, like, the last scene. That's what I like about it. It's like the classic old 80s shit. Like, you have a big-ass drug war in the middle of the street, or you have a big-ass war, and then <laughs> Or the they close, scene, down, close down an entire yeah. city to race. Yeah. The, then then at the end, after everything's fi- fine, finished, and the bad guy loses, and the, and the good guy's all bloodied up walking, then you hear police sirens then. Yeah, yeah. The cops come. Oh, good guy. Good job, guys. <laughs> Like, they just blew up half the planet, and y'all don't want donut breaks. <laughs> you just come back now when it ends. So, shout out to Fast and the Furious, yeah. except Tokyo Drift. That kind of sucked. But nah, it was, well, that was all right. Bro, well, all right, listen. <laughs> all right. All right. Nah, they man. brung it back in Fast Five to make up the storyline for it. Yeah, listen, you put... Uh, I, just seeing them, them drift down the... Uh, I don't think they're going to get No, no, it, it, it was hot. But drifting was became a big thing around that time, so I understood why they went in that direction. But it really had nothing to do with that franchise but the writers were so good they actually were, were able to fit it in two movies later well because right later, because so. they they said it was like a, a it was pre- a prequel. prequel yeah yeah. all right yeah. anyway before we go too far into the rabbit hole uh those are just some some wacky you know not wacky those was like the big shits that would happen this week but somehow the internet's helped us find some other fun shit to dive into so Let's uh let's jump into this shit because you know we got some funny things to talk about that aren't really so mainstream like the the big list we just said which could probably be a whole podcast right there but let's uh let's 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 give them something ready yeah well um you know what let's just jump into it this one's a sad story but we find humor in everything so this is not funny it's not a funny situation but you could always find humor in it. But like I said, it's not funny. Okay? So I'll leave it for you all to laugh at it. If you choose to laugh at it. It's funny if you hear, uh, before you say, if you visualize visualize the story in your head of of what's going on, then it's funny. It reminds me of that very controversial DVD back in the day called Bum Fights, which which it was, you know, it was terrible. You had bums fighting. Or some jackass shit. Yeah, but it's like, you, you, you know, at the end of the day, you're taking advantage of people. It's not funny. The title is funny, but it's it's a really serious situation, and it's not fucking cool. You know what I mean? And if they did this to my family members, I'd fucking want them fucking in jail forever. So, <laughs> North, um, there, there were, <laughs> huh? North Carolina, North Cracker, North Crackalacka. There were three workers at a nursing home. They got arrested for filming for for making the patients fight each other and filming it like like 70 year olds like setting up fights like this is some fight club shit like i don't like like they pushed them in they pushed them both into a room they pushed them into a room and made them fight each other like there's a 73 year old woman and a 70 year old woman and like come on like at the end of the day, if you're if your grandmother's in a nursing home, 
or your parents are in a nursing home. You don't want to hear that shit. It's you could easily chuckle at it because, like I said, it sounds when you say it doesn't sound real. It sounds like a a, a, a comedy movie. You know what I mean? Uh, but it sounds like something like the Wayne's Brothers would do, or something like that. Where they, they it would be like yeah, Sean like, and Marlon dressed up as old people fighting, like each Jackass other. when they dress up like old people and, yeah. and they fight. Yeah. And they go or, on. Or, or like Don't Be a Menace in South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. Ah, that's a long one, right? <laughs> See who remembers that? That's a far- throwback when they had the grandmother and she was sitting there fighting. You know, like so. This, I mean, all right. So we we you know we, we made funniness of it, but the the. Good part of it is that they got caught the first time. No one got hurt, and this wasn't like a story where we're like, "Yeah, well, a ring has been busted from you know making thousands of DVDs of of these fights." But no, nah, they, they got busted right away. Uh, you know, they're kind of young, thirty two, twenty, and twenty six. Um, you know, they lost their jobs. They get arrested. So. Yeah, and that's fuck I them, mean, but that's some like some real fucking stupid scumbag shit. Like, I, uh, the the worst listen, part is that they they had um, dementia, so like yeah, they they can't take care of themselves. Their yeah. people can't take care of themselves, and they don't know what's going on. You know, they don't know that they actually friends with this person. They didn't forgot. They got dementia, like you said. Like stuff is crazy. Like you, you there's certain things that you just don't do. And my whole thing is, listen, I'm a person. I think of a lot of weird, bizarre stuff because. I, me, I'm always pushing the button, but when you actually do it, is when it's when it's a fucking problem. You know what I mean? If you're sitting there and you're like, "Oh, haha," you know, it'd be funny if they got into a fight. That's one thing for you to think it, but when you actually put the plan in action, yeah, like yo, we're gonna have them. We're gonna be a world star. Like you're that bored. You, like, are you that boy? You have a phone. If you had time to whip out your phone and watch them film, film them fight, you could easily just sat down and played a game on your phone, and probably still had your job. Nobody or, would known you were playing. Or the just, you could, or you could just sat down what, and watch Netflix. You, you could have found that video online somewhere. Yeah, you could have downloaded HBO, go and caught up on Watchmen and discussed it with us. You know, or, or went on went on Axel's podcast and discussed it with him. But no, you sat there and said, "I'm going to make senior citizens fight each other." Come on. Whack jobs. And they got arrested, just like uh, another famous person that got arrested yeah. this week. A dead person. Yeah. No, he's not dead. He's very much alive, okay? And well, he got he, arrested. He's back from the island. He got arrested. Let me tell you something. He was in Tennessee. This is a Tennessee, true story. Y- y'all t- are going to t- think. T- Tennessee. Uh, what do t- you know about t- arrested t- development? Tennessee. You know what I mean? Listen, you're going to think I'm lying, but I want you all to Google this, Okay. Listen, I'm I'm not playing. Tupac Shakur, this is breaking news. Tupac Shakur was arrested in Tennessee. He Got was Sammy Sosa treatment. He he pulled a knife on a police officer. Very similar to the rapper Tupac Shakur who shot at a police officer. But this is not the rapper. And not only is this not the rapper Tupac Shakur. Okay, this is the icing on the cake. So you're thinking, I already know what you're thinking. You're thinking, oh, already he's crazy, he's being silly, blah, blah, blah. Then you're thinking, okay, he just he admitted it's not the rapper, it's somebody else named Tupac Shakur. And I already know what immediately pops into your brain, you know. You're going to think, come on, wh- what do you think? Do you think it's a white person, a black person, an Asian person? You would probably think it's a black person. 
Right? I mean, that, Tupac Shakur. Is, Tupac. Uh, you know, uh, first of all, it's an African name. If I'm not mistaken, his name is. Right? It's it's Yes. Right? So, but no. This is a white Tupac Shakur. That's and that is his government name. Spelled the same way. Hold on. Including the same middle name. Tupac Amoru Shakur. His parents must have been the world's biggest Tupac fan because they named him first name, middle name, same name after the the rapper. And this I don't know how old this guy is. I don't have his age here. But he looks pretty old. But he also looks like he's fucked up on drugs and drugs can make you look a lot older than you are. But this dude definitely looks like he's in, like in his 30s or something. Yeah, but the I mean, I don't want to date us. Right. But it, it could possibly be. Nah, yeah, no, he could, he could possibly because Tupac would have been like 50 now. Right? Tupac died when he was, what, 24 or 96? Or 25? Something, something like that? But he definitely died he, September 13, 1996. So, that right there is what? Um, 20, what? He's 40. Years ago, something? The guy's 40 years old. Oh, he's 40. Okay. And how old was Tupac? How old would Tupac be right now? Um, let's let's do the Google. Tupac Shakur, not Tennessee. <laughs> um, That's crazy. This guy is 40. Like I said, he looks old in the picture, everybody. he was, Tupac was born in 71, so he would have been uh, 49. That's even crazier. So I they can't even I can't even say that they named him that's, after the yeah, rapper. And like, I, that's weird. How that that's even that's even more bizarre. So I need to I need to go. Anybody hit us up at another week podcast. Yeah, do some gmail. digging. Com, if you like, and do some digging and let us know what's behind that name. Because listen, I I'm a I listen to Tupac. I'm a Tupac fan, but I don't listen to anybody so much. Where I dig into the back life and and need to know that their yeah, what their name means and all that other shit. If you're Fuck that. If you like, if you're an investigator, you can hook us up. Yeah, let us know. Watch out for Keefe D. He's out giving interviews too. Yo, watch it. <laughs> so um, let us um, let us know. But this ne- this next article, um, kind of DJ, it, you l- let us know. I don't really know too much about well, this. Well, it was something kind of simple. I wanted to throw out there. It ties into our alien uh, alien stock conversation from a few weeks back. Now, uh, Ed Snowden went on the Joe Rogan podcast, and, and uh, he asked him what he found when he was snooping around about aliens. So the what he could confirm is that he never found anything that said aliens have ever been here, but he can confirm that the moon landing was a real thing and not done in the desert. And I don't really know, you know, if you trust Ed Snowden's snoop snooping around, but, or him being a, a confirmation of this, but this is as close we're probably going to get. So I figure, you know, it's worth throwing out there. Okay. Okay. So he, so he said that he didn't find any signs of aliens. Yeah, nothing that that landed okay. here. But you also, know, that doesn't mean that he was was he specifically looking for that. I, I you know think he's I, he's probably just g- grabbing what the fuck he could get and getting well, out. You know, I didn't listen to the whole thing. I kind of just read read the thing just because I thought it was funny. It happened to be around around the you know stuff we were talking about. 
Okay. All right. Well, yeah, and, and and there was a whole story that um, that guy. I forget. I, see now, I don't have the article, but the the guy that we were we were referring to um, from Blink One Eighty Two that right. that had that foundation. He actually just picked up a military contract for his his outfit, and now they're like going to be considered a legitimate firm, and they're going to get access to to military materials and help design special camouflage so i don't know if it's a a keep them quiet type of deal we'll, we'll get him to hop on board and sign an nda because he knows too much or 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 what but it's a weird move so that that also happened this week that kind of tied in with the alien shit but okay. uh you know right. Eh, right. it's just weird well but, you know what at least at least where you know, because aliens like striking deserts and stuff, so at least they'll be able to eat healthy, um, healthy fast food soon. Well, I mean, we're at alien food just about. The like, what, what are these? The, the, the uh, I forget what they call the the ultimate. What is a burger from the any burger, whatever the hell it's called from Burger King? The the the, the vegetable whopper or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, it's veggie whopper. The impasta impasta whopper. Or whatever. Yeah, there you go. The impossible whopper. That's but, it. But like, so it's a plant based meat that they somehow like grind it up or process into look like meat and from what i understand it doesn't really have any different nutritional values um even though it's plant-based it just kind of serves i guess a demographic who and, doesn't and i think meat. the calories on it are either more or just a very little bit less so like the calories are so little like you might as well just eat the real fucking yeah it's it, i mean it's just so wacky like i can't even comprehend this whole weird like space food shit but I'm looking... what it is it's 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 people who want to be vegans but they don't really want to be vegans they want to eat meat it's like it's 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 society's way of hey people who listen to last week's podcast it's society's way of whoa 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 you want it to be vegans but you couldn't do it so you fiend out over meat so they made this stuff this vegan so you can say you're a vegan you're no a vegan. how about this why don't you be a real vegan and they just don't eat that shit they haven't been eating it for years they didn't need to have yeah you know well they, they i don't know if it's them have... that 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 like Asperger king and these other companies or like these other companies just trying to make Somebody's up for a shit. loss in the market but anyway Somebody's behind that so shit. the reason there's no need for it why who who are you who are you targeting you're not targeting meat eaters so what caught my attention is that I see an article, I'm scrolling through some things, and I see Pizza Hut, right, made a plant-based uh, pizza. But that's not – this. That, that to me is, is the least weird part of the article because highlighted in the article is – well, they call it a, a box, but it's a container really, a round box that they made for this thing. Now – I think the box looks hot in the picture. It does. But the weird part is it took them two fucking years to develop a round box. Now, I'm not a scientist. I'm not a pizzaologist. Well, what does I'm this not box a boxman. It just fucking holds a pizza. It's round. It's a round box. Well, you also know what? Who the hell's behind it? This even this even makes the plot thicken more. Who's even behind the plant-based protein with the fucking pizza? Kellogg's. We don't know them except for making fucking cereal. Frosted flakes and shit. 
So this even goes deeper and just goes into showing you. Listen, if most of your cereal is fucked up, your fucking <laughs> fake ass meat food is probably fucked up too. But you know what? It's just it's going to be just like vape pens. People aren't going to realize how fucked up their insides are for like another five or or ten years because it ain't going to just mess you up right now. It's going to mess you up when you just start eating a bunch of this fake stuff. Either eat real plants or eat real meat and keep it pushing. I don't want meat that tastes like vegetables, and I don't want vegetables that taste like meat. I want meat that tastes like meat. That's just me. And to me, this whole vegetable pizza is so preposterous just off the fact you can have pizza that has no meat in it. Well, that's the, it's the, bread. I mean, the, it's, technically right, so the wheat, cheese, right? But, right. Cheese. If you take the cheese out, everything right. else in the pizza already is from a plant. You got wheat, yeah. flour. Uh, you got the the sauce from tomatoes. You yeah. got onions. You got uh, basil. So you got oregano. Like, all right. So take the fucking cheese off, and you're good. Yeah. Like, so wh- I don't get all this shit. We got to put all these, you know, processed shit that you bought from Kellogg's and. Like, I would say, like, all right, maybe, you know, I looked into it further. Like, all right, how about the box? Is it, is it you know, this round container, is it maybe made out of uh, a plant thing? No, it just takes up less space, so it's a less carbon footprint. Come on, get the fuck out of here with all this shit. Yeah, I how, mean, about this re- how about this fucking recycle? That's what I'm saying. Drink, if you eat. recycle, you wouldn't have to do that. That's the only, that only fucking comes into play when your ass throws it in the garbage. Like, has anybody fucking used these pl- these paper straws anyway? I know Callie got it. You have I, to. I have. I could it's tell terrible. You have you have you used a paper straw? It's good for if, if you're drinking six ounces and it's done. If you got to drink like that a thirty-two ounce, it's not good for me. I chew shit. I'm not. I have. I probably have pica or some shit. I ain't gonna front. I chew shit. I don't know what's wrong with me. I I like I chew straws. What's pike? I know there's other listeners out there that do it too. There's no minute. Pike is like when people just like the like chew certain things. They just have like they put things in their mouth and just chew it. Like I can chew like paper, like not paper, like paper towels. Like I'll bite off a, a, a piece of a paper towel and just fucking chew it like it's gum. I know it sounds weird, but fuck it. Well, I don't like I I I, you know? I I don't really. I won't chew it like like it's no. Like, but I don't see like anything wrong delicious with that. And, and be blowing it like I'll like. Bite off the end. I feel like, but either way, when I'm drinking soda, I I can't chew gum. Like when I'm drinking soda, oh, go ahead. I'll chew on. I'm sorry. I'll I'll chew on a plastic straw. Yeah, me too. I will chew on that paper straw, and it will disintegrate. The first time I had that shit, I didn't even know that they were out. They brung this paper straw, and I asked the waiter, "I was like, what is this shit?" I stopped chewing gum because. If I have a piece of gum, I'll forget that I have that gum in my mouth. I'll chew it for seven hours. Yep, and then your jaw will be hurting the next day. Yeah, like exactly. Mike Tyson. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, oh yeah, gum. All right. So anyway, back to back to the lecture at hand. Perfection is perfection. So it'll land my, Wait, what, what, what? Anyway. Back to the lecture at hand. Perfection is perfection. So my man will understand from a young G's perspective. Right? Am I right or wrong? I think I'm off a little bit on that lyric. Uh, no, I think you were right. I don't remember the whole lyric, but okay. That's that's before um, me. Before me digging a bitch, I had to buy the contraceptive. I, I had to dig the contraceptive. Ain't no sense in me. Um, hurting the man, the man. At the same time, burning the man. 
Something, yeah, I don't know, something snoops Look in. at this, on the fly, putting shit together. That's how we do. But, so, um, hey, go ahead. So, we got, I found this wacky-ass story because I know you love horror movies. Yeah. So, I threw it in there for you. You know, you know Ma- Megan Thee Stallion? I do, and I, I'm going to branch off of this story with something you don't know yet. But go ahead. So, she decided she wants to write a horror movie. At a, after her last video... Um, she, she was very big into the production of it and she liked doing the process and apparently she appreciates the human centipede and, and she said that the culture needs her to do a film like that. She does. And let me tell you something. I like Megan Thee Stallion. I'm going to be honest with you. When it comes to female rappers, I like when they talk that. Talk. <laughs> and she talks that talk. Filthy that filth. filth. That filthy yeah, talk. Yeah, little but, Kim style. But, but, and I like her. She, and she's one of the few um, female artists who writes her own lyrics. You know, and she has a, a big music background. Her mother was her manager who died of a brain tumor. But her mother was in the music also before. But, um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to I'm gonna make everybody laugh right now. I'm actually going to play an audio clip. This is from um, Boozy, from Boozy Badass's Instagram. Little Boozy is a, a famous rapper. If you don't know him, you can Google him. I'm not going to discuss it. He's a solidified rapper. Um, and he wants Megan the Stallion on a song, and he came out with a, a... He has a new song, and he has a beat, and he was at his studio on his IG, and he started impersonating Megan, rapping like her. And it's just funny. Yeah, I mean, you have to know who Boozy is and how comedy he is, and you have to know how Megan raps to actually, to actually like. It. It's, it's, it's pretty hilarious. Megan Stallion on that bitch. Megan Stallion gonna kill that bitch. I like a nigga go fuck me and look. Nigga, you shook her. I know that you shook. Eat on this pussy like a like a book like a bone every twist in the back of the club. Nigga, you take this and take that. Eat on this pussy like nana. Bitch, I'm the ill nigga nana. I like the fuck on the nigga nigga. Country ass nigga like Monday. Eat on my pussy and look at that. Eat on my pussy that country ass. That's a song. That's a sound he's working on. He was sitting there impersonating her. So that wasn't her rapping. And that's not how Boozy raps either. But it, it's just funny if you know both of them. So, I, I uh, thought that was... And that's funny, because I, I just seen that right before DJ sent me the article, and it coincides with it. Hell yeah, good shit. Look at that, we're always on the same page, somewhat. somewhat. So, we're in, the, we're in the same realm. Uh, so, we talked a little bit with, with Axel a couple weeks ago about talking about the Joker, um, which we never really did. When we talked about us talking about the Joker, which we never really did. But the Joker has made social media clownery out of the Bronx. So, anybody seen Rocky? And if, if you're out there listening, raise your hand. I right, see you. All right, cool. So you've seen Rocky. So there's like these steps in Philadelphia where he trains on. He jogs up and then he throws his hands up like the chant. And they play this cool song, you know. I don't, you might have seen this movie. It's a famous movie. Anyway, when people go to Philadelphia. I only saw Creed. 
Oh, uh, well, it, you, you wouldn't get it then. I know you don't like boxing. Psych! So, yeah, right? Anybody knows anybody goes to Philadelphia, they get one of them stupid cheese, steak cheese sandwiches, Philly um, cheese steak. excuse me. They are not stupid. They're fucking delicious. I'm just saying. Any city can make that shit. You can go get the... They're delicious. All right. You go You go to do that, and, and they run up and up the stairs. As my, they, as my friend Ice Cream Girl says, they're delish. Delish. So, yeah, they run up the stairs. So, now... Because of the Joker scene when he's doing his crazy smile and the leg kick and they're playing that song and he's coming down these steps, people found out where the film's location was. Well, all right, that was cool. It hit like, oh yeah, New York, you know, top film location, and it was in, it was on like some I think the news uh, ABC News had it on. Well, within days, it became a social media Instagram. Selfie haven. There's people all over the steps taking pictures. They got tripods, full shit. There was a guy dressed like the Joker. And it's just ridiculous. So, I'm, you know, I was talking already about this. And, and you know, we just said him shit. He didn't really say nothing. And I find this one guy's fucking Twitter, uh, his Instagram. Or his Twitter, actually. And I send it to you and you go... What did you say? That, like something like that was outstanding, right? That, that was I, this guy's my hero or some shit. What, like, what, what did he do on this? What did he, he do on this? He just on? he just walks by and, and he goes, "What in the fuck?" And oh he just, yeah, because because like, what it was, I remember it. <laughs> what it was, like he said, there's a bunch of people taking these pictures on the steps, right? So when this guy is walking by. Because everybody, you're probably imagining a bunch of different people at different times taking pictures on these fucking steps, right? When this guy walks by, it's like 10 different people who weren't affiliated with each other that all wanted to take pictures on these steps. So they all just claim their own spot on the steps. Different angles. And they're all at different angles, different posing. Different trying levels. To just get, trying to just get themselves in the steps as if they're the only ones there. So instead of saying, okay, this motherfucker's on the steps, let me just wait until he finishes taking his picture. But that just goes to show you how impatient the world is and everything else. And and what's so crazy about this is I'm pretty sure people have done this on the rocky steps. But you know what the difference is? There weren't camera phones and social media back then. I'm pretty sure there's hundreds of people who have fucking steps, who have pictures on those rocky steps. Because I think that's, they made an actual real statue there, right? Yeah, there's a statue up top. That, but, is, a real, that is a real statue. But, like, this is just but social it's, it's, media hype, but hype it, no, piece what, what's so What's so fucking hilarious about it is, there, it's like you couldn't wait for the picture. So, on the bottom half, you have... A person sitting down, and all these motherfuckers are dressed up in all kinds of weird characters. It's not like just a person who's standing there like, yo, let me take a picture real quick. You got motherfuckers dressed like the Joker, people dressed like mimes, people just trying to do a fashion shoot. It's like, y'all motherfuckers are weird. You, they, New York City needs to make money off of this, make a permit to take a well, picture on the it's steps. Cause, it's because everybody's got to be the first one to do shit. Like, oh my god, I was the first one over there. Like, oh, I was the third one there. Like, and, oh, we would attend together. Yeah, who gives a <laughs> shit? Like, damn, people really, like, they just, it, it, it was such a fad driven society, and it's kind of, you know, uh, annoying. It's getting, like, very annoying. Like, everybody's got to be the first. 
holy shit, I got to be the first one to do this. And I'm going to be the first one to tell everybody about this thing. Like, you you know, everybody feels like they got to break stories, break shit. Like if, you know, we're, we're, we're too lazy, you and I, well, not too lazy, we're too busy, you, especially you, you got like 17 jobs and, and we can't go out and hunt these stories down. We got to rely on reporters to do it so we can talk about the shit. That's our gig. Like, so we're not trying to break news to people like, and be like, oh my God, you heard it here first. Like, that's like some kind of like ego shit that I, I can't really comprehend that people are after. I just don't get. I don't. I don't get what's so fucking great about you just needing to take a picture because that's where the fucking movie was. See me, I'm a person where I'll fucking get a picture of the steps by themselves, blank, which I'm pretty sure you could find online, and I'll fucking just Photoshop myself in front of the fucking pictures if I really wanted to. Like, and then just, we'll Photoshop people we don't like in there and do stupid shit and send it to each other. But yeah, right, exactly. I don't need that. Like yeah. the the I'd, if I went there, I, I'd want the plain steps. I don't need myself in it. Yeah. You know, like I'm gonna see my, I mean, my my bald head and the steps. Like, so, Yippee. so what you're gonna you're gonna tell your and not for nothing. It's a good movie. It, it, it it's a good movie. It's not a bad movie, but it's not a to me. It's not a. Um, it's not Rocky. It's not a legacy movie. Yeah. It's not a movie where like you tell your grandkids like, oh, huh, uh, see this picture here. This is in front of the steps of the Joker. The Joker movie, not like, the Heath, you, not the Heath Ledger Joker. This uh, is the the crazy, mentally deranged Joker, the real dark one. Kid, look at yeah. this. How great this is. Yeah, the, you know, it's like if you actually had a picture in front of the Rocky steps. Look, Rocky still gets credit now. They still make a new Rocky movies. They just call them Creed. It's just Apollo Creed's son, and Rocky's his goddamn trainer. Okay, so my whole thing is He's an those, icon. That, that's longevity. You know, that is what's what's the word. That's a proper film. It's an art, artur film. It's an artur film. Okay? The Joker is like a iPhone. <laughs> okay, no, let I, me stop. So, anyway, you, no, you, the, you, you, you get what I mean? It's like, it, it, it's a good movie, but it's not a, something where, okay, I need to die and take a picture in front of this so I can say, no. Uh, to me, yeah, like it's, it's, the only way that I think like you you should do this is if you go stab somebody on the steps and take your picture with them. Absolutely, do not do do not stab anybody. I don't suggest it, but if you do, send um, it to the, another week podcast at gmail dot com the photo, and we'll put it on the Facebook group. And yeah, one if somebody from Florida comes here and stabs somebody on the steps and sends it to us, I'm gonna be like, oh fuck! Wow, how about <laughs> if you stab them with your Florida license plate? <laughs> No, but the only way you should really take a picture on those steps is if you just happen to be walking by. And you're like, oh, shit, that's the steps on the Joker. And then you take a picture there. I'm not fucking making this a, a planned trip. You know how many people are probably so angry they had to walk up them steps every day to go home? And now motherfuckers are out here fucking taking pictures of, like, a hundred steps. It's all right, because you know what's going to happen. They're going to come across Michael Douglas from Falling Down. And oh. he's going to turn into the real fucking Joker on them. All I wanted was a Pepsi! <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. So, yeah, we got all types of to wacky shit happening. We got uh Well, we, got some, we have, a, we have a, a nice, joyful story next. This story is beautiful. It's awesome. It's awesome sauce. Awesome sauce. Real yeah. sauce. You want to tell it? Um, 
Yeah, you know, I'll I'll start telling, and then you could you All could right. go over because you sent the story, so you know more. But yeah. I, I I just saw it. It's 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 pretty cool. Um, the title it's from. It says Tony Hawk praises skater with cerebral palsy. But now let me tell you, what is awesome about this story? It's not Tony Hawk. That's the bonus. Anytime no. Tony, yeah, anytime that- Tony Hawk, the legend steps into play. It's awesome. But this, this kid's kid- mom's what's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his the kid's mom is awesome. Um, I'll go ahead. I'll let you. I'll let you tell what she did. Go ahead. All right. So, uh, there's a seven-year-old boy, and he has cerebral palsy, and his, he really loves skateboarding. And his mom's been trying to figure out some kind of harness or a walker, and she's failed a bunch of times. And she teamed up with uh, skate. Anemia, I hope I said that right, because they deserve all the recognition. Skatamania. Skate you you know what? You're right. Skatamania. Like I got you. So they they made this they they specialize in assistance mechanisms for skaters with disabilities. And this boy has cerebral palsy. And he's, he got diagnosed at, at eighteen months and they built this beautiful Big, looks like a, almost like a shark cage, like size comparable to a human body, but it doesn't have the bars, you know, all around and it's fully open and he's got support holding him and his mother takes him to the skate park and he's standing on the board. He's secure. He's stood up and she's pushing him up and down all the ramps and yeah. It, it, he's it getting really, to skate. He's getting to skate. You know, he's, he's getting he's, to do it. And he's it's getting just, to doing his. He's having fun. It, it, the video was viral all you know all week for another week, um, and it's been going around. But what made it even cooler? I want you know I was going to bring it up because every once in a while we need to throw in these good good hearted stories. But what made it even cooler is that one of the greatest guys ever, the best skater ever. The, the 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 skater that made skating popular Main, in America yeah mainstream that like, he he made it mainstream and made it in the world forget America it's yeah, the Olympics he, now he, but he he made it mainstream and he made it to where it is today because it was like any new thing okay the previous generation of people didn't like it and didn't want to do it and it wasn't it was dangerous and this that and the third and he took his stunts and his tricks and everything else to the next level and great video game fan- franchise and um shout out to Tony Hawk man. yeah he he gave he gave the kid a shout out he said the stoke is contagious and uh you know Tony Tony does a lot of work with special needs skaters and that you know is a is a huge deal but i i strongly suggest um i'm going to try to put this in the in the Facebook group uh the link but I really think everybody should go watch this video and see this seven-year-old boy smile. It it, it makes you want to continue on another week. Yes, yes. Oh, what do we got else? Oh, we got some, some wedding bells. They actually happened. Someone's been claiming she's been married for a little while. A celeb. She said she was stopping music and settling down. But yeah, this, uh... this week it actually happened. Yeah, Nicki Minaj got married. Um, I don't really have anything to say about it. 
Me neither. That was it. <laughs> Nicki Minaj got married. Congratulations, Nicki Minaj. Um, yeah. That's it. That's it. So, but now back in the in the music realm, since we're here. Here um, we go. So, the, you know, the, the list we talked about a couple, maybe a first or second episode, that top 50 greatest rappers of all time list. Uh, you know, everybody controversy. So the world's greatest self-promotion, self-hype man <laughs> decided he's going to drop a top 50 living MCs list. And this okay. is Funk Flex. Now, anybody who doesn't know who Funk Flex is probably doesn't know what hip hop is. But if you don't. Funk he's Flex one of the main. He's the main DJ. He's probably one of the, the longest running, next to Red Alert, but more. I would say more mainstream, uh, nationwide syndicated. Uh, yeah, he's always hip hop DJs he's always who, current. who who he's always does cool right the top. He he's the, he's the one. He's like the the Casey Kasem of the top forty countdown. He's the, the you know the guy who every you know who will give you the, the hits every night. So he decides to put out this list. Now, he puts Drake in the top five. Mm-hmm. Now, most of the people on the old list that we discussed were still alive. So for him to bump that far up really annoyed me. But that's not why I want to really discuss, because I don't really want to discuss his list as much as how like much... Do you need to grasp at straws to make these people like you to now that that, you know, we were going to cover payola. Um, payola is a, a thing that really used to be relevant many, many years ago and somewhat faded away and went into the shadows. But it was when people would pay to get records played. But Flex, instead of paying to get records played, he has events and he has his companies and, and all these different tours he does. Flex car show, flex uh, this concert. But he ties uh-huh. it in with, with brands and he does all this crazy shit. And to me, for this guy to put out a, a top 50 living MCs and to put like the the hot guys up top just kind of invalidates <laughs> the list because I feel like all it is is a, a money grab. I don't and, think it is. I'm going to tell you why I don't think it is. Yeah, I'm going to let you, I'm gonna let you what, finish. No, that I that that's basically my point. Like I Flex has always been been I always looked up to him because it, you know, always broke music. He's always been mm-hmm. like on top of the scene, like crazy on top of the scene. Like nothing goes by without Flex hearing about it, knowing about it or breaking it most of the time. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I you know late I you you kind of you know sometimes I make radio references and you drifted away a lot because you you have other sources and things but I still listen to a lot of radio and like everything he's got forty different things he's promoting like sometimes I wonder if he owns half a Hot ninety seven at this point and it's 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 to the point that like I feel like that's almost flip-flopping the payola like he's just getting paid in the back door instead of the front door i i don't i I, honestly i'm gonna tell you i really don't with this instance 
I'm t- I'm t- I'm strictly talking about his top fifty list. Okay, I don't think that it was a money grab, and I, this is the reason why I don't think it was a money grab. He has had issues recently with Jay Z, and he has him at number one. He's had big issues like talking shit, talking about how. Oh, you want to talk about pedophiles? Talk about how Jay-Z used to actually date Aaliyah before Dame Dash did. And when Aaliyah died, she was 21. Okay, so he says a lot of shit that can get him into shit with the top people. Him and Drake had a huge falling out when he got into that beef with Meek Mill. Talking about where Drake came to Madison Square Garden and was popping shit talking about Flex should be fired and this, that, and the third. And this is the reason why I will, I respect his list. Because next to Drake's name, well, even before that, it says Funk Flex top 50 living MCs. And then underneath it, it says skill level, bars in parentheses, body of work, and impact. So he's taking all of these things into effect. Those three things, your bars, your body work, your impact. Now, let's get to Nas. I mean, I said Nas. Let's get to um, Drake. In parentheses next to his name, it says questionable pen. Meaning he don't really write. He don't write all of his shit. So and I've been saying this. You can't be. And this is strictly for hip hop, everybody. Other genres of every other genre of music. It is okay. It is accepted and it is expected for you to have a ghostwriter. Sorry, hip-hop, that's not what we were built off of. We were built off of you doing your own shit. And there have been ghostwriters in hip-hop for a long time. And there still are. But the ones who get the right to talk the shit are the people who write it. Well, see, Most people who have ghostwriters are, are the poppy ones. This uh-huh. is, this, in other, and every other genre, mm-hmm. they're just called writers. In right. hip-hop, they're called ghostwriters right. because, well, because it's, the, a, it's you, you're in the shadows because it's a, a shameful thing. Right, and, and, you're, and you sign a contract saying that you can't say this. You're, you're, people have to go and look at the writing credits to find it. Other than that, you, you, you sign a non-disclosure agreement. And usually it's a, it's a, it's a fake name. It's not, right. it right. not going to be your name. It's going to be like some, some right. made and, up. And, and how Drake got caught, just to bring this real quick, he... Drake told on himself. Drake posted pictures of on on Instagram, and it had um not demo. What's the word I'm looking for? It had it had demo songs of his songs that were out that were on the radio. I I, I forgot the exact name of not demo songs, but it's where the other writer or the other rapper raps your songs on and how it should flow. Like the same thing happened with Cardi B. Okay, there's people on there's her ghostwriter is on the internet rapping her Bodak Yellow a year before it came out. She didn't write that song. Okay, so yeah, well, that's, I respect that's, that's I respect, how a, a, a lot of writers send in demo right. tapes, and that's how, you know. right. I, I I respect it because he wrote questionable pen. If he didn't write questionable pen, I'd have immediately been like, "What are you talking about? You have issues with Drake, and you just recently." Semi got over your issues with yeah, him. Yeah, but he still, you still knows. Take shots he at still him. knows. Yeah, right. But he still knows what it's all. It, I feel like it's all a, 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 a gimmick now. It's all. It's all for show. No, like well, none of this see, shit is I, real. I, I actually, his list, 
To me, it's the best list that I've seen. It's good. I'm just saying, I feel like I, the timing, it, having to do it, like, it's just, I, I don't no, know. And I, I, no, see, but I, I like that he waited. I wanted to tie you know it into Paola, but we, we didn't really mm. talk about it because I feel like it, it really does, it is a form of Paola. Like, it, it, it's, it's just, you, you know, I understand, I don't want to ever knock anybody for, for going for the money, but like. But I, a lot of these, a lot of these artists here. Are not on the radio really. It's not a payola thing. It's not like he has. Drake is the only one that I'm. I'm not gonna say the only one, but Drake is the main one on here. That Drake, J Cole, Kendrick Lamar, and mainly Drake, J Cole and Kendrick Lamar don't have songs on the radio a lot. They put songs on the radio when they're dropping an album. Drake makes it so he has. Two, two or three songs on the radio at Every all 10 times. Minutes. At all times, even when he doesn't have an album. If he doesn't have an album out, he makes sure he's featured on other people's shit. So you, you, he's constantly on the radio. Everybody else on this, on his list, is not on the radio regular. And, uh, and, 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 and the ones who are, I just are might have been getting nitpicky, like, especially when I seen Drake at five. Like Nicki Minaj, she's at four. She's at forty nine. She's on the radio sometimes when she drops. She's not as big she, as she used to be. Rick Ross, living. same thing. You know what I mean? Um, she's not living. But but come on, I, come on. She just got married. Let me give. Let me let me just say his top ten: Jay Z, Andre three thousand, Nas, Rakim, Drake, J Cole, Kendrick Lamar, Pusha T, Jadakiss, Black Thought. Who I don't understand how Black Thought is not in anybody's top ten. You don't know hip hop being in your top ten. I'm sorry. And for people who don't know Black Thought, you know Black Thought. If you watch Jimmy Kimmel, right? Is it Jimmy Kimmel? Yeah. Right. He's the rapper on Jimmy Kimmel. The, the roots. One, the, the one who can can come up with anything on the fly. Yes. And the one that knows yes every and, single song imaginable. And, and his group, the Roots, they all play real instruments. Ever since they came out. But Black Thought oh, is is the uh, the truth. He, he's the truth. Okay. Come on, and, and what what I really like about it because I didn't see this person on a, on a lot of people's top fifty, and he's my favorite artist. I'm not saying he's the best rapper. He's my favorite. He's my favorite rapper, but I don't think he's the best rapper. If, if that makes sense to you, just because somebody's your favorite doesn't mean that I think that he's the best. Because I think that Jay Z's probably will always somehow be my number one. So I don't know. He'll he'll always alter between one or two, maybe, That's but he'll so always cute. be there. But Redman, Redman is my favorite artist, and he, he got him up there. If you don't know Red, are you kidding me? Eminem, Redman is Eminem's favorite rapper on this song, where he gives his top favorite list, where Nate Dogg sings the chorus. Um, to, I think it's till I collapse. When he goes, I got a I got a um a top list of MCs and his um his. The order that it's in. He goes, number one is Reggie, Tupac, then Biggie. Andre from Outkast, Jada Corrupt, Nas, and then me. Something like that. I think that's the line. But uh-huh. Reggie is Redman. That's it's Reggie Redman. Noble. Hell yeah. He's, okay? The reason being, I mean, his flow is crazy and he's hilarious as shit. Like, now, yes. if you, you know, he he kept that, that 80s rap, 80s rap humor when everybody else went hardcore, but he still 
kept he, that street sound. He, like it was, he kept it was, that 80s rap humor, but he's from the 90s. He's yeah, a 90s with the rap. street sound yeah. though, right? Yeah, yeah. He had, oh, he's yeah. he's ill. No, I get it. I, I I like the list. I don't. I you know I don't know. I guess I got a little, as Axel would say, angry bald man syndrome. No, well, know. you know what it is. This is one thing I will say. I like Funk Flex's list. But I think that maybe this is I I I'm not saying that I'm saying it for you, but I think maybe this is where you're coming from. This is where I'm coming from with it. Flex be on some bullshit lately. Flex really does be on some bullshit, so I'm not backing up Flex. I like his list absolutely, but Flex be on some bullshit and Flex be on some funny shit. And like even when he attempted to air out Jay Z and he go- sits there and and. G- Gets himself in issues that he really shouldn't with people he shouldn't. Even the situation with Drake. I understood it for hip-hop. Because you can't stop getting on records and saying you're the best and you don't write your stuff. Simple and plain. That's like that's like um, Porsche saying they're the best car and they use a Lamborghini engine. I, 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 there's no other way for me to describe it. You know what I mean? That's like saying you're the smartest kid in class, but you cheated on your test. You cheated so, on your test, so you got 100, but you, you, I, I'm the smartest one. No, you're not, you, motherfucker. You cheated. You just said there was no other way to describe it. You just did it a second one. Right, so. exactly. So it's just like that. It's just what I just did. Now, that's what Drake does. It so, would so, all... All right. <laughs> but, that, but that's my thing. And then even Kanye West, he wrote Questionable Pen. Because Kanye West it has known ghostwriters. Sci High the Prince is one of his known ghostwriters. Who's a dope artist? He doesn't really hide it. He doesn't really publicize it, but he never really says yeah, he, no. Yeah, he doesn't hide it. And his ghostwriter comes out and does interviews, says that he ghostwrites. Yeah, we're we're going to record his new album right now. He started out as a ghost producer, so. Yeah, so that's. No, nah, it's, 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 it's the industry, but, you know, I don't yeah. know. Whatever. That, but it's all good. We're beating a dead horse. But, so. But let, let's, let, let's, let's, let's go, go into some more entertainment. Yeah, well, one quick little thing is debatable. I I can't say yes or no, um, mm-hmm. but you wrote it. You say it. Yeah, um, Michael Jordan just came out. It's pretty funny. Um, he said that Steph Curry from the Golden State Warriors is not a Hall of Fame player yet. Now, I love Michael Jordan. He's my favorite. I grew up around him. You know, I'm sure the generation's favorite is going to be LeBron. The generation before me is probably was Dr. J or somebody like that. So, motherfucker, you crazy. Steph Curry's not. This is how I'm judging this. First of all, let me let me tell you. Steph Curry laughed it off. He said something back. I forgot. But he laughed it off and was like, yo, Mike is my man. That's just how he's feeling or whatever. Like, this isn't an issue. So don't think that Steph Curry and Michael Jordan are warring. I'm just giving my own opinion on why this is a stupid comment. And this is why I think this is a stupid comment. For you to say somebody's not a Hall of Fame player yet, this is how I look at this. You have to pretend the person died today. If Steph Curry died today, he will be in the fucking Hall of Fame. What about in the if next he just retired years. today? No, no. He didn't have to die. Right. Well, he's not going to retire because he's too young. So, okay, let's say he retired. I don't want to wish death on nobody. What if he got AIDS? Okay, so if he retired today. <laughs> took a minute, huh? If he retired today, he would be in the Hall of Fame. Not for a few years, though. 
For five. You have to re- be retired for five years before you hit a Hall of Fame, yep. if I'm not mistaken. Okay? But he would be in the Hall of Fame. He would get into the Hall of Fame. So him saying he's not a Hall of Fame player yet is crazy. You could say Zion Williamson is not in the Hall of – he's not a Hall of Fame player yet because – He's not even playing yet. He's not even playing. No, but you know what? Uh, I, I'm sure and, and it's that this ironic, is probably— And it's ironic that Jordan says this, and you just signed the number one draft pick to Jordan, and he just got hurt, and he's out six to eight weeks. Exactly. So let's see how his career actually goes. That, you know, when I, 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 sometimes I think people's quotes are suspect when they're, they're in, a, in a, the media for no reason. Like, there should be no reason— Michael Jordan talking about Steph Curry should even be in the media right now, but yeah, he was doing an interview right. with something and they but and because they of Zion, you're right? It's because yeah, you know, he, he, it's all ties in. He wants to now get be relevant again. Yeah, but well. speaking of relevant again, let let's get to something relevant. We you know we always talk about things that we like, technology we're into, and movies and shit. I I brought up earlier that we should. Do a little segment on video games, something we both love, uh, something we both played from we we lads, and with at the end of this another week, a huge release is happening that we're both yes. excited about. And uh, what do you say we dish out some video game chat? Awesome, let's go for it. So this week, um, actually. Coming out right now. Let me let me give you a little timestamp over here. Right now it is one fourteen a.m. Eastern Standard Time. In by nine p.m. Eastern Standard Time, they will release Call of Duty: Modern Warfare. And I'm excited for this one. Let me tell you, I played the alpha. And I played the beta. Yes, they had an alpha for this one. Everybody, what the fuck is alpha? We know what a beta is. Alpha was they had a new game mode. It was they have a brand new game mode in this. Two two B two, right? Two versus two. It's two players versus another two players. Not your traditional six versus six that they have. Or when it's ground war like twelve versus twelve, but and not your battle royale a hundred versus the war you know, everybody. But um so that that was awesome. That was very fun. The game mechanics are good. It's smooth. It looks good. I'm telling everybody, it looks good. If you didn't play it or you just watched the videos from a person who played it, it looks good. I played the beta. I played the beta. It looks and the alpha. It looks good. It, it looks good. Um, I'm excited for it. And they just downloaded it. Just say, hey, if you don't have a system and maybe you want to dabble with it, you can get for free Call of Duty Mobile on Android or iOS right now. And let me tell you, this is a legit fucking Call of Duty game on your phone for free. It's legit, I'm telling you. And they, they did exactly what I said that they should do. Everybody's been saying that they should do for a long time. For a long time. They took... The best maps from a bunch of different Call of Duties and combined it all into one and gave it to you in one game for free. And same thing with the guns and everything else. And and they they uh, and what's new with and they're doing it on the mobile system and they're doing it in this new Modern Warfare. They got rid of the prestige, so you don't prestige for people who don't know what prestiging is. So when you traditionally play Call of Duty, you could hit level fifty five. And then after you hit level 55, you prestige, which knocks your your rank back down to zero. But you get special perks. You get you know you get special in-game perks whenever you rank up. So you could hit up the master's prestige, which was I don't know because I never hit master prestige. I I would I would always get up to like I don't know like five or six prestige. Um, so this they're doing what 
other games like Fortnite have done where it's battle passes. So your your rank can just keep going up, and then they'll have a new battle season, and then it'll go back down, and then you can unlock more things. But right now on the mobile, you I think I seen somebody with like 155 rank. I know for a fact I was just playing um, before we started recording with somebody who had 108. Yeah, it's fun. So, so it's fun. Let's let's revisit Call of Duty after we we dive into some video game history from ourselves. Now, you know, I I know, you know, if everybody's listening, this will be our last segment. So if you're not into video games, uh, and you, you know, I understand if you want to tap out now. If you're into video games, you'll probably want to listen. And if you want to learn something, you know, stick around. So we both, you know, that that was one of our first connections, video games and music, you know, when we met. Um, and uh, I think we both got a pretty rich history. I think we were both born into video game culture. So, uh, you know, before... Uh, I give a little history. You want to delve into your video game history and 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 your collecting, uh, yeah, um, I guess collection, collecting collection. Yeah. Um. Well, I'll give a quick. I won't get into depth into into much depth of my history, but I'll tell you when it started. Um. Real quick, funny story. Started. Um. Nintendo. The the NES, and I remember. Um, it was for Christmas, and my brother knew where my parents were hiding the gifts. And I don't know what the fuck made him do this shit. But I was the youngest one, so I don't really care. My 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 sister's older than me. My brother's older than me. I was the youngest one, so. But he found out where they were hiding it. And... He hooked up the Nintendo. He opened up the fucking Nintendo and hooked it up and we were playing fucking Mario and Duck Hunt. And I don't know if uh, my uh, parents, you know, were sipping on a little Jesus juice that night. So when he told them, like, yeah, we know where the Nintendo is and we hooked it up and played it, nobody got in trouble. (laughs) It was like, okay, you found it? Like, okay. You're playing it good. All right, you go upstairs and play. And then they went downstairs and probably, you know, were in, having fun entertaining the family or whatever. And so that was my first video game experience. But I'll give you what I like now. Um, I was really big into Super Nintendo growing up. I was really big into the Nintendo systems growing up. But that was what was around. It was, And I was I was into Genesis also. But me, the system that I had, I had a Genesis. I also had a Super Nintendo, but I had massive amounts of Super Nintendo games. Um, Then it was Nintendo 64, Sega Dreamcast. Um, I chilled out for a while. I had a PlayStation, but I had a PlayStation. I got a PlayStation on some... uh, That's another story. Some bizarre, funny, fucked up shit. I got a PlayStation... I had a Sega Saturn, um, but as far as like playing games and collecting them, one of my play—I got my PlayStation Two. I have like over two hundred PlayStation Two games. Um, two hundred. 
I have over 200 PlayStation 2 games. Then PlayStation 3, I got over 200 PlayStation 3 games. And physical Play- games. Phys- yeah, I only do physical games. I only do... I, I hardly see, do um, digital you're co- games. You're collecting... See, I, I, this is why I kind of want you to, to like talk a little bit about it because your you're collecting is something that I originally always wanted to do, but you, you went... You know, you, your, your shit is impressive. Yeah. So... Uh, I, I like to hear yeah. the stories. I yeah. think everybody else would like to hear your collecting habits. Yeah, I, and- I, I have. I okay. Well, I used to really collect. First of all, I I, I don't collect games as much anymore. I'm not going to lie. But when I was collecting heavy, I was heavy into collecting um, the special editions. I have a shit ton of statues, like that come of games. Like when you buy games, a lot of times they come in like three different modes or two different modes. Meaning, you get the regular game, you get a special edition that has normally like a steel case and some free digital content, and then another one that has like a statue. So I was a statue collector. Now, honestly, I'm just a, a steel case collector. And certain, like every Call of Duty, no matter what, I get the steel case. No matter what, I don't care. And I have every steel case from every, steel du- every Call of Duty that came out from when they started with the steel cases. Um... So, yeah, um, well, my PlayStation 4, I, I probably have, I don't know, like 60 games or something like that. I'm, maybe less. Um, like I said, you know, I grew up, got a family now, got bills to pay. So I don't do it. I don't collect as much. But I do have, you know, I still get some statues here. I have the Doom. Um, I actually have the Doom Collector's Edition that's coming in. I already paid it off. That comes out in November. I have the Death Stranding Collector's Edition, which comes out in two weeks or some shit like that um so yeah but i i like video games video games are awesome i wish i could play them more um i like all kinds of games right now i'm a person where i i love call of duty because i like games where i need to be able to get into it fast and play and i could turn it on press x hit multiplayer and jump right into a game without doing a bunch of storylines and blah 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 if you like games with storylines, I love them. I have probably all of the best ones. From Uncharted series, every game I have in it. Um, Last of Us. We got Last of Us 2 coming out. Um, all the God of War series. Um, shoot. But they take time. Yeah, they those games take time. Even Far Cry. The Far Cry games are dope. You know, they take time. There's a lot of stuff to do in them. If you if there's a game like a real good versatile game that you like, I recommend Far Cry. I recommend I actually would recommend for the versatility of Far Cry more than Uncharted. I like Uncharted better, but versatility wise meaning it's it's more of an open world concept. More gameplay. It's, it's, yeah, it's, little... it's an open world concept like you have missions here. You can fucking hunt animals. Yeah. You know, you could do it's good. <clears throat> um they're bringing back Need for Speed. They're bringing it back this year. Um, awesome comes out in about two, three weeks. Um, I'm trying to think what else I can tell you. What other games are are dope? If you like um, horror games, The Evil Within, great game. The new Resident Evil. It's not new anymore, but Resident Evil Seven is something serious, people. It's <laughs> <laughs> something fucking. And I will tell you this: that shit will scare you. It's a video game, and yes. Right, the what, new Resident Evil was scary. And if you was, are, are what was the you, first Resident Evil for the PlayStation One? Was it two? Resident Re- Evil Two? No, Resident Evil One. 
All right. For, play, for PlayStation 1? Yeah. Well, that, Resident Evil. All right. Well, Resident so Evil. I, I guess it was shit. Resident Evil 1. That 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 game scared the shit out of me. It was the last scary game I ever played. <laughs> let me tell you. I, let me tell I you I get how... scared playing St- Splinter Cell. Forget that. <laughs> Splinter, oh, Splinter Cell is an awesome series. They need to bring that shit back. Let <sighs> me tell you real quick a funny story. People will enjoy this. This is how scary Resident Evil 7 is. They, I have a PlayStation VR also, so that's the virtual reality headset. They actually made this game where you could play in VR. I shit you all not. I put this motherfucker... Now, I had already played the first, you know, couple of minutes. Whatever. Regular. And that shit was scary. I replayed the same shit. <laughs> I'm not talking about I played it some and then I went into VR mode and continued and some next shit scared me. I played the shit. I already knew what the fuck was going to happen. And let, I'll never forget. I, I had my VR headset on. I was chatting online um, with my other gaming buddy. And I was like, fuck this shit. Immediately. I turned. I, I took the headset off. I was like, fuck that. You know, I, uh-uh. And you're talking to a person who I love horror movies. I That's love crazy. horror movies. I took that shit the fuck off. I was like, do you think this this crazy ass family going to be chasing me in the fucking house? Nah, hell no. I don't know what it is. Like It it really immerses you in the game. And VR is dope. Astrobot, dope. I'm telling you. And when they come out with this new PlayStation 5 and they released the, um, they, they patented the, um, the PSVR 2, it's all wireless. So if, as long as they make it all wireless like that, it's a wrap. Nice. Nice. Uh, all right, so... Sorry for my little game rambling. Yeah, no, 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 don't be sorry. <laughs> that's what I wanted to come out. I think that, that that's good shit, because like, I love hearing that, because I, you know, I, got, I got a similar start uh, story that, that you do. Um, I started off with the... Actually, my first system was ColecoVision. Nice. My dad's friend got it when he bought a refrigerator and he gave it to to us and that was the first system I had and I remember it was like uh a- Alien Invasion or Space Invaders that's what it was Space Invaders and you had it was it looked like a it looked like what what what, what would become a uh the old portable phones in the house with a knob on it. Shit, it's kind of crazy looking. It looked like something that now is in the console of like a BMW, you know, with the little the joystick. That was it was just a knob. But that was my first system. But my real one of my favorite stories ever from childhood um, started like this. So Christmas of '85. I was six. I was two weeks away from being seven. And, uh, well, I was actually 10 days, whatever. Let's not get technical. So I opened up my gifts. I really wanted Nintendo. My, I had two close friends, three close friends that lived on my block, uh, one directly across the street, one next door to him, and one two houses down. So we were all, you know, pretty close on the same block. And no Nintendo. Open up my gifts. You know, I got some cool shit. You know, it was, it was a good Christmas. And I don't know. My dad says something about 
something, he goes, something, he, I don't know, he did something weird going to the basement and says he got to fix something. And he tells me, he calls me, DJ, DJ, come downstairs, come downstairs. And I go downstairs and I see like cookie crumbs from the cookies I left, like a half eaten cookie and then a, a box. And I'm like, what the hell is this? And I didn't say what the hell is this. I was six. But um, I opened it up and it was Nintendo. And I freaked out so much that my first instinct was to go across the street to see my boy and tell him I got Nintendo. So right after I opened it, Still in my whatever early morning Christmas clothes, I run up the stairs, run out my front door. As I'm going down the path, uh, the walkway of my house to the to the street, I see his front door open. He flies out. We meet in the middle of the street, a six and seven year old, and we both say at the same exact time, "I got Nintendo." It it was the it was awesome, and then from then on we were just you know hooked. Like we weren't hooked where like that was you know where people say like today that's all the kids do. That's all they do is you know the games because they got so many things. We were hooked because that was a winter sport. You know, like there was it, it, you know not a lot to do in the winter, play video games. So that was my first like that was my favorite story from like childhood of like just the sheer timing like there was no way he was waiting at the door watching like they, it was just so perfect and then you know then from then on I, I went to have almost every system except for jaguar atari jaguar <laughs> i mean i had genesis i had sega cd um i didn't have the original sega that's what i didn't have um yeah, Master System. Sega Master System. Uh, my boy had that across the street, so we played that. My, 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 you know, as I was getting older, I, my whole dream was to, I had saved everything. I wanted to, to eventually build like a, you know, the man cave with all the systems. And as the years went on, all the games became available on emulators and different things. So it, for me, it wasn't as important to save all the systems. Uh, I, w I still would like to probably have my Dreamcast because that was one of my favorite systems. Uh, the, the gameplay was so good at the time. I loved the <laughs> controller. That was a fun system. Yeah, it, was, I had, it was ahead of its time. The original Xbox I had, that was my first experience gaming online other than uh, on the computer and and actually talking to people. I remember the first, uh, first game I played online was called Desert Storm. And you got to go uh, four on four in a campaign, in like a, uh, uh, you got to go with four other people in a campaign mission, which was cool. And, and they had a headset, which was like the old school uh, Walkman headset with like the fuzzy pad on the ear. And, you know, that, that was, that was, you know, my first online experience. And that, to me, that was definitely a lot of fun. Now, I, I know the Dreamcast went online. But I, I don't remember if I actually you, you couldn't I don't think you could talk to people I think you could 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 do could play or update but uh, I never went online with that one because I didn't have a, a fast yeah, never, enough modem I, at that I time never, I never went online with that and 
I don't even. I, I definitely didn't have broadband cable then. Yeah, it was so you know at Xbox. I was hooked. So once I had PlayStation One, I never got PlayStation Two because I got the Xbox and then the 360 PlayStation debate. I was I went to 360, and from there it was like I, I got really heavy into into the gaming. I, like where <clears throat> it went from just playing all random games to, to having that dashboard where I played all those, those, you know, cheap $3 games yeah, and then the, the free minis. games. Oh, it was so great. I, and I, I used to have, I, I still have, how about this? Remember Xbox, the magazine and you would get the demos. Yeah. In the game magazines. I still have mad demo disc. They have multiple demos on them. I still do too. <laughs> So that's crazy. I, I I even had the HD DVD player for Xbox 360. How do you like that? I didn't have that shit. So what the HD DVD player was, it was at the time Sony put Blu-ray. Well, there was two formats. It was HD DVD mm-hmm. and Blu-ray. Yep. Well, the industry that decides everything, porn, decided Blu-ray was the way to go, and they killed HD DVD. So I still have about four HD DVD movies that I can't play on anything because I don't have the Xbox 360 or the or the player. But 360 for me was the game changer. So 360 I, absolutely was a game changer. I this is just you know my other. I, let quick, me tell you. Let me tell you my 360 story real quick. I. First of all, yeah, I had PlayStation 2 games, a bunch of games. I never played it online. Xbox 360 was the first system that I played online. I played Xbox One online, and I, I'm going to tell you my experience. You're going to laugh at me. Whatever. I don't give a shit. I played Halo once and got my ass destroyed, and I was like, fuck this shit. But I used to actually know how to how to steal Xbox Live. I used to get Xbox Live for free. And I was like, fuck that, and I turned it off, and I never even used it after that. So when... 360 came out. That was like the first one of the first um, high def systems. That was the first high def system. I think 360 came out before PlayStation 3. Yeah, by like a month or two. Right. So I was like, oh, they got this. You know, I'm into technology. I'm young. I got no kids, no wife, no bills. You know, I'm living at home. I'm. I went. I got me a fucking. Brand new HD TV. It was it was 1080i. It wasn't even 1080p. It was a 1080i and 720p TV. Sony TV. I still have it upstairs. I don't use it. I have it all the way upstairs. <laughs> so I bought that, and I bought that the same time I bought my um my 360, and I pre-ordered both. I pre-ordered the 360, and the TV was getting delivered on, like, Saturday. So let's say I'm, – I'm not sure the exact date. Say 360 came out on a Tuesday or some shit like that. I waited until that Saturday until they delivered my TV, and, man, I hooked that shit up. Oh, must have been beautiful. Oh, my goodness. Call of Duty 2. Fucking Need for Speed, Most Wanted. Not the newer Most Wanted, but the original Need for Speed, Most Wanted. Bro. 
Oh, you just gave me Forza. I was never a Forza fan, but yeah, it's a good, had, it's a good game. That came, that came with the system. That's a good game. I I never played it. I I didn't say I never played it. I never. I was a Grand Turismo person, um, and I don't. I like fake games. I got the new Grand Turismo, which is bonkers. The new one, but it's just it's even more bonkers than it was before. It's like too realistic. No, it's too. The, the, it's, it, 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 it's, the driving games got too realistic. Like in they, that game, they, it's, yeah. it's 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 purposely called. The real race simulator. It is a simulator, meaning, and this is true, you can look this up. Car companies contact them, contact the Grand Turismo makers to see how they can tweak their car to make their cars better. That's how much tweaking is involved in this car. God bless the dead. My man, Devon, he was a huge... Grand Tur- and the, this is Grand Turismo Two. I'm talking about. You, he sit there for over an hour, tweak like you. Have, when I mean tweaking, like you can say, okay, I want the the rear shock and move it down by micro mints, micro um, millimeters, just the left shock. Then the right one, you could do that, and this and that. Every part is so much custom it's way more custom than you would ever do in real life like you wouldn't have a shock and just adjust it that little bit and that little bit and then be able to test drive it you'd have to fucking make them all the, what you're gonna make them and then drive it no mechanics gonna take away apart your shit 78 times yeah unless you're you're getting unless paid. you're a professional race car race driver. car driver yeah and still it's a lot easier to do it on the simulator on the machine and then apply it to a real life session that's why they they contact I think um, I I, I want to say Polygon, but that's not the name of the company. It's it's Poly something that makes Gran Turismo. Um, so it's just too. If you like realistic games, I, I recommend you get that in the fucking steering wheel, and you have a, a racing simulator. You can race all fucking day long, well, like you're legitimate racing, and it's VR compatible. I had the three sixty sim- the wheel. That was fun. I I I love Forza. I used to play that all the time, and then I, I played the the um, the rally racing game. That yeah. was outstanding. Yeah. They just dropped a new one. They dropped a new one a couple months ago, like Dirt Rally Four or something. Oh, crazy! And that looks but, they look so. Remember how good they looked on the 360? Oh, I, Do you know I, how you know how they look now on fucking 4K TVs? Oh my goodness! So. Three the way what the reason I said three sixty became a game changer for me. So some people might find this bizarre, but I don't think the podcasting community will because it's a similar thing. Um so I started playing Call of Duty and it was I started playing what was the first was the the maybe it was the first Modern Warfare, the one that came right after the, the World War Two game. So what <clears throat> Modern what, Warfare. Right, first, so the first Modern Warfare because I, I didn't like the the World War Two game. I played a little bit, but I didn't, I didn't really dig it. So the first Modern Warfare came out. That was really my first Call of Duty that I got into, and I started playing. And that was when you know online was was popping. You know the, the uh, you know it was really when the communities took off. The the Xbox was trying to be innovative. They had all those little rooms you could go in, and so. I, you know, 
got in a match with a few different people. You accept, make friends with them, and you know maybe play a couple of games. And if they, you know, they're good, you stick around. If they, you know, some people suck, you just take them off and you don't play with them no more. Well, I started playing with a couple of people of in the, a lot that I, I met, and we started talking. And now I started playing with a lot of their friends, and this developed into something that spanned the course of five years and four Call of Duty games of a crew of about 12 to 15 of us who would constantly play with each other. The same people, this, like, you know, obviously you can't play 12, 15 all the time, but somebody was always on because they lived in Oklahoma West Virginia, New York, uh, Florida. So we got so close. One, my one friend, his kids called me Uncle Timmy. They had in the you know in the interim they had t- twins, and we got so close that through video games, through Call of Duty, through Xbox, I wound up driving out to West Virginia from New York to spend the weekend with with people I met playing video games and it was awesome. I you know I knew them for close to five years at that point and and you're talking I would play, you know, four or five hours a day, night, you know, combined. And it just to me like it 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 sounds cheesy. It sounds like, you know, like some people might think it's like some online catfish and weird shit but like it, it, <laughs> it was sounds like you gonna walk 350 miles <laughs> right no but like it, it it was it felt like family like i still talk to them all to this day like i have next to me right now actually while we're recording is a pillow that when i went out there one of the dude's mom heard that i came out there and she had this fabric, this all these old NFL teams like logos on it, and she sewed me a pillowcase and gave me a pillow, and I still got that shit from two thousand and eight, nine, not maybe nine or ten, something like that. Like I don't know. To me, like that, it, it made it special. Like I know, you know, I never met Axel in person. I met Mike Hull in person. I met one of our listeners, Bill Kava, in person. Um, you know, I, I met a lot of, you know, a couple other people. Axel, you know, went to Heat's wedding. Like these, and you know, we all met through podcasting. You know, like Donald, uh, one of the old Lost podcasters, he he flew out to Heat's. And, you know, it's just like, it, it's cool. Like, uh, Michael underscore, uh, he picked up Axel at the airport because Axel had a wedding uh, in Ohio and, and he, and he lived in Detroit, you know, so they got to link up. So like, it's a similar situation. It sounds kind of weird. Like, you know, the, uh, the guy I talk about, Bill Kava, he, he is the lost fanatic. He goes on lost conventions and sees like the same lost people from, you know, when lost aired and, and ended in like 2011 or whenever it ended. So like it, or 12, it, but it's, it's fun. And I, I got that community from video games and when i got into podcasting which was similarly 
around the same time, like listening to podcasts, like I felt that connection, like just listening to people talk the same way after a while you're playing games, you know, yeah, you're calling out spots for people, but you're also talking because like it's your people, you know, sometimes you get in a game and you're just looking for straight up tactical tips on your left, on your right, you know, a sniper mm-hmm. up on the roof. But like we would do all that and still like bullshit. And yo, what's up? Oh, you, you get that raise at work? Are oh, you, I know you wait for it. Oh, you got the new car? Like just, it was, it was cool. And, and, and that, that changed games for me a lot. And, and ever, ever since then, it, it I, I didn't get what happened was PlayStation 4 and Xbox uh, One came out. And everybody split. A few people went here, a few people went there, and it kind of broke up. So thankfully for social media, we're all still friends. But gaming-wise, it hasn't been the same. And for me, I also went into you know other ventures. I went hard at music, um, got more into podcasting, and, and, and gaming took a little bit of a backseat. But to me, like that was the pinnacle, and that was like not the pinnacle because I still enjoy games a lot. But that was like the best part of gaming for me. And I, I you know, I might have went a little heavy with the story and a little far, but I feel like it was worth sharing because it did change my life. You know, it it, it gave me new friends. It gave me a an outlet to to relax and you know get better at killing people with, you know, video game guns. So like, you know, yeah, I, I don't know the, the video games it, as you know, anybody who knocks it and say, Oh, my kid plays too much or this and that. Like we said last week, now there's money to be made in it, but it's also, you know, uh, friend building. Like, look, you know, when we, when we met, that was one of the first things. What's your gamer tag? All right, cool. We started playing games online. I remember, Going to your house one time, uh, you know, seeing that that TV. I didn't have one of them TVs, and I was like, I think it was, I want to say Spider Man. Was it a Spider Man game? It looked whatever it was it would look outstanding. I'm like, holy shit! And then shortly after, I had to have one of them TVs. Yeah, those are good old days, man. Yeah, man. I, you know, reminiscing. So, which kind of brings it full circle. Um, I, you know to back to call of duty where where kind of this my my you know i guess really hooks were sunk like i love all types of games but you know it comes back to call of duty which is coming out this week another week at the end of another week and you know it's it, it's going to be fun i know you and i'll be playing and now it's going to be cross platform so I'm trying to get the band back together. So if any of you guys are listening, you know, the old the old heads, let's go. You know, and if if anybody on this on this uh that's listening to this wants to play, you know, hit us up at the email and maybe we'll get a, a clan together for another week or something like that. That'll be kinda of fun. Even if you guys suck, we're we're good enough to hold <laughs> the team down. Yes, yes. You can definitely make it happen. Um, yeah, cross-platform PC, Xbox, PlayStation. We could all play together. I tested it out on um, on the beta. You could also choose if you want to play with only people who are using controllers or people who have mice and keyboards 
Or you can well, mix it all in together. Let's also. explain that a little bit better because I think that's kind of a, a – it is a very foreign thing. It's a new a new type of thing. It's never been really done before. You could, you could do it with uh, – what was it? Uh, Fortnite where you could play all across platforms. But for th- this type of customization, like to be able to choose, this is a big deal. Like we've been waiting for this – like we're kind of brushing it over like, oh, wow, it's here. But we've been waiting for this for a decade since really online gaming and the systems war kind of happened. And we've been waiting for it on a major game. They've had other games. They had other games that did it, but um, it, it was never a major scale game like this. Let me tell you how big Call of Duty is. Call of Duty Mobile came out and within the first weekend it had 35 million downloads. Okay, that's how big this game is. So that's awesome that they're allowing that. And um, I want to commend Sony because I love Sony. I'm a PlayStation fan over Xbox any day of the week. And I will say that. Um, But it was Sony fucking up on the cross platform um, gaming. And they admitted it. it was them. They weren't really down for it for whatever reason. And I'm sure they, they they got their act together. It Whatever was going to tap, you know. I'm sure they were afraid it was going to take market share away, but I don't. I think now they realize at this point things have changed so much. People not only use their systems for gaming; they use it for a, you know a media hub. I, I think you know Axel had mentioned to me that that he barely plays Xbox. He usually loves the media hub on it. Um, you know, he loves his Switch. So it. You know, I think that's that's where they were were originally headed, and I think that it's it's just so brilliant that you know someone, I, you know, I don't have to go buy another system to play with certain friends on the same game, and our really hardcore gaming friends that play on computers can play with us also. Yep, that's dope. You know, and. and not everybody likes shooters, and I, I get that. You know, shooters are uh, to me. There's there's a lot of shooters that I can't stand, but for some reason, Call of Duty is just so polished, and it just the it just always felt right. I could I never really liked Battlefield. I never you know there was a couple other it, shooters that I, I got into, but Call it, of Duty just for, it always felt so it, polished. And, and for Call of Duty haters, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you this right now. And this is how I broke this down before. Okay, I broke this down to a couple of people because I have a couple of people who I, I know a lot of real gamers. Like I had a person I used to work with. He got he was actually about to get sponsored by Major League Gaming for Call of Duty. He was that nice. He was it made me sick. I've seen him personally been in a game with him where he went 101. Meaning he had 100 kills and one death at the end of domination. You ask, how do you do that? I'm telling you, I've seen it with my own eyes. And that wasn't a freak accident. He's done it multiple times. So, the the thing with I tell people Call of Duty, I don't give a shit what people want to say about everybody hates who's on top. Whenever you're number one, people hate you. Music, oh, I'm sick of hearing this song on the radio. Da, 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 da. I don't want to hear it. I don't like it no more. Everything always comes back to Call of Duty. It was Call of Duty, and then, oh, 
Battlefield came out with the dice technology and oh, Battlefield 3 is so great. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, fuck Call of Duty, they're losing sales. And then where's Battlefield at now? Right? Back to Call of Duty. Then Fortnite comes out. Oh, it's Fortnite, Fortnite, Fortnite. Actually, before Fortnite, it's PUBG comes out. PUBG, oh, PUBG, PUBG, blah, 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 blah. falls off. Back to Call of Duty. Fortnite, same thing. Back to Call of Duty. Apex Legends, back to Call of Duty. And Call of Duty is the only thing that actually changes every year. Fortnite's been the same shit until that meteor hit it last week. And they change a couple of things here and there. But Call of Duty, you get a brand new game with brand new maps, brand new guns every year. At the end of the day, when the hate washes away, it still comes out to be Call of Duty, baby. All the time. It's never failed in history. What I'm saying is facts. And that's yeah. the truth. And the most people who, who bitch about it usually wind up sucking. Yeah, they suck. Now, now, that's not to be said, you know, some people I suck, don't, but I'm some not, people I'm not a don't baby. like I'm... shooters. Now, that's yeah. a whole different story. Some people, you know, say, oh, it sucks after they play it and they don't like shooters. That's a whole different thing. But a lot of people who like shooters just suck a they Cold suck at the game. They're not yeah. very good at like, the game. Like I can't all right, here's here, here's a, a shooter. Like I can't play Halo. I I'm terrible at Halo. But there's Halo players that whoop their ass in Call of Duty that I know. So it was like, you know, certain shooters people could get down with. But now we talked a lot about Call of Duty, a lot about shooters. I wanna, you know, before we leave, I'd like to just branch out and say two two more of my other two that's how am I gonna say this right two other of my favorite games and one is Fallout three. I like the Fallout series, but Fallout three was one of my favorite games. It's a um it could be first person shooter, it could be third person, but it's an open world game and you can pick the missions you want as you encounter people. If you want to help them, if you want to be good, you want to be bad, you, whatever you want to do is open for you in this game. And there's no online with, with Fallout 3, and it was just you, just you and the game. I remember at one point my save was at 119 hours, I believe. I, I, I put into the one – just the one – campaign at the one time I was playing it and it just to me that was one of the best games I ever played and and there's a lot of games like after that like Red Dead Redemption similar style love that game other fallouts are good nothing will compare to that but I like that style game um that to me that was fun we went over racing games I I always liked them but another top game of mine is Civilization I liked it for, they came out with, it was almost like a dumbed down version for the Xbox 360. And to me, it was so much fun. Uh, The computer is great to play it on, but it's very technical. They they simplified it a little bit. And I I must have played that, I couldn't even, probably just just as much as I played Fallout. And... You know, I, I I would do all the different scenarios and all the different rulers, and that that was a turn-based game. And I never really got into turn-based games before that, but after that, like I I really really liked them a lot. I liked that 
particular game. So, you know, just, you know, don't think that it's all shoot 'em up for me. Um, no, but, no, no, I like, yeah, I like all games. I, I know I, you. I like a lot of I, games. I'm, I'm, I'm telling our listeners, you know. And, and, and another game which I think is dope, and you can get it for like eight bucks. Because um, I'm going off what you said um, with the ColecoVision, what did you say, Ash, Asteroids? What was the name of the game? Uh, Space Invaders. Space Invaders. First of all, I'm going to pause that right there. Um, at Dave & Buster's, I don't know when the last time you've been to Dave & Buster's, DJ. Did you see the new Space Invaders game they have? No. Uh, uh, wait, is that that big giant one? It's a big giant. It's the original Space yes. Invaders, but it's hooked up to a giant screen that two people you sit down yes. and you play uh-huh. with somebody else. It's awesome. It's, it's the original Space Invaders on like I don't I don't even know how fucking big this television is. It's not even a television. It's a special screen designed for that game. Like it's not it's, like it's, it's not a like TV a, turned sideways. It's a TV turned sideways, but it's not even. But it's the, long. The, it's actually it's the technology is not even like a screen. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Either way, it's it's fucking dope. It it doesn't even look like it doesn't even look like a television screen though. Like that, it doesn't look like an LCD. But they get you now. There's no yeah. more putting you putting your quarter up on the game to play. It's it's more of dipping your credit card in and not knowing how much a credit is per dollar and <laughs> wind up paying six dollars to play one video game. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, it's not, you don't use a credit card. You use a it's a credit card. It's a you put your credits on a card. Right, you pay with. All right, and they tell you how much credits each game is worth, but it's it's bizarre numbers because they have decimals. It's not like okay, this is four credits. It's, it's like oh, this is seven point three credits. It's like what the it, fuck is the point three? Just round even, the motherfucker off. You can't even do that with new math. Yeah, and the, yeah, you can't even do a common core math. But uh, but um, where is I going? Um, Geometry Wars. Hell you yeah! Got, if you have a, if you have a PlayStation Four, that or game a PS is great. Vita, or whatever they have, Geometry Wars three, and listen, I love it. I still play it. I, I I whipped it out not too long ago. I love that game. Geometry. First of all, the regular Geometry Wars is good, but Geometry Wars three, if you have a current system, like you can go. Um, I wouldn't get it digital, and the reason why, for people who want to know why I don't like digital, the price doesn't change in digital. That's first and foremost. So. You can get a game right now off of digital, and they're going to always charge you as a brand new game. So a game that came out four months ago that actually dropped $20 in price at the store where you might be able to get it for 40 bucks will probably still cost $60 digital. And you can't trade it in later, and you don't have that physical copy you know, that, that, that to hold you. What about in – what if when they shut – because you have to realize all these license agreements that you – Click OK when you play games. The license agreements say that they can shut the shit off anytime they want, and they do. There are plenty of games that go offline when they don't have enough people playing it online. So now, and that's why I do not purchase games that are online only. You can buy physical games, but games are online only. I don't buy those games because you know what? Me, what if in five years, ten years, I want to whip out my old system and go play this game I like? And I can't even fucking play it now because Sony doesn't support it. So at least I have a physical copy. I can still play in a physical copy of a game that you don't have to, you're not required to be online to play. But Geometry Wars, um, the digital copy is probably like 10 or 15 bucks. You can get the a used copy of it um, at GameStop for like $8. Yeah, games like that, like, you remember Zuma? Yep. 
Zuma, those games, like I, I, I like those the the like in store games or like the cheap de- developer games, like the those are fun. All those little games, you know, there's a lot of fun games, a lot of things that can, you know, occupy your time. And like you said, like now, as we're getting older, time is limited. So games that you could just jump in, play play a round or two, a board or two, you know, it, it is it is fun because I, I you know I think. There's a lot of people, you know, we haven't even discussed mobile games because that's a whole new, a whole nother realm because I think we're, we're more traditional and I, I feel like probably the next generation is very uh, mobile centric with, with what they're playing and I think that the, the phones are, are just, I mean, after playing the last Call of Duty game, uh, I, I have a friend who actually tests games and he, he, he gets games from... Uh, China and Japan that aren't released here and they're just bananas. He plays them on his iPhone and then he puts has, also has them on, on a, a Galaxy. I mean, at, on the Samsung, they just... I, I love the iPhone. On the Samsung, they just look crazy. They, they, they just... I guess also because of the... Probably has a little more power. I'm not, you know, I'm not sure what the reasoning, but these games are phenomenal. So eventually... The console games are going to catch up. I mean, the, you know, they're always going to be more powerful, but the there's going to be such quality games on the on the mobile devices. And another thing that that I think is coming to Call of Duty that you were telling me about, which I think might be on hold now, but I know it's on a couple other games. The the new smartphones are can, are able to link up with a Bluetooth um, controller, so you're going to be able to use a regular video game controller on your s- smart device, on your tablet or your, oh, or yeah. your phone. Yeah. The new so, I- iOS 13 implemented that you can sync your Xbox 360, I mean your Xbox One and your PlayStation 4 controllers to your system. But the game has to... Um, support it. Has to support it. So if your game supports M5 controllers, it will support that. And you, if, if you don't know if your game does... You can just Google M5 supported games and you will get an entire list of every M5 supported game. Unfortunately, at this time, Call of Duty Mobile does not support it. They did support it and they took it out on their initial release. And my theory why they took it out is because it's such a fucking good game. They didn't want it to halt the sales of the new Modern Warfare coming out for the consoles. So hopefully they do bring it back after, you know, after after it drops. They um, bring it back and allow you to hook the controllers up to it because I think that would be awesome. But the, I'm telling you, the game is awesome without the fucking controller. But so where the next revolution then is, so you we, we were discussing this when when this Call of Duty came out uh, before they pulled the, you know, the, the idea of having the controller. So I don't have, I have an older Apple TV, but the newer Apple TVs run like an iOS now where you can put the apps on it. So you were telling me, you know, the way you described it, it makes so much sense. You can get Call of Duty, put the controller to it, play it through Apple TV, and now you have the game console. So it's they are, without actually announcing it, becoming a game console. Yeah, and and I'll give give everybody... uh a trick right now. If you want to play Call of Duty Mobile with a controller, you can if you have Android. 
because Androids you can get you can download an Android emulator on your Windows PC or on a PC and you can hook a controller up to your emulator and you can play it that way. Now also you don't just have to have Apple TV. They also have Roku's. They have a Roku top box which connects to Google Play Store and you can download Google Play games. So you can download Call of Duty Mobile. And I don't know if they have they would more likely have an emulator that supports a controller on the Android than on Apple cuz Apple ain't going to let you Apple's too fucking secure. They're like the Fort Knox. Um so you could probably do that also. But you could 100% do it through your computer. That I know for a fact. Yeah, well, I know there's also an uh, an app called BlueStacks that you can put on your computer that plays a whole bunch of different mobile games, and you can actually, um, you know, play them on your computer. And you just log in like you would with your credentials for your whatever you however you log in through your phone. Nice. Yeah, so that's been the video game roundup. So I hope you guys dug it, everybody out there. I would love to hear feedback if you guys are playing anything cool. If you guys liked what we had to say, you want to hear more video game stuff. Like this is our first time really talking about games. Um, but yeah, we you know between the two of us, we'll either have the knowledge, we'll learn the knowledge to to tell you answers, or Reddy will just already know because he he's the he's the guru. Yeah, I'm the video game guru, man. You know, on our way out, I'm going to just start shouting out some real quick games and, you know, let the music play. And thank you for listening to another week. But uh, Vanquish PS3, um, Onrush, PlayStation 4, if you like car racing games, a bunch of crazy games. Prototype. Yes, Prototype. Onrush is like the new, is like the California Rush series. Um, the crew is a the crew two is a dope racing game. It has motorcycles, it has boats, it has fucking it has the um the swamp racers. I forgot what you called them the shits that you float that they were in police academy driving in the fucking swamps. They have those. They have, <laughs> they're all the airboat. Yeah, the airboats. Um, they have airplanes. Um, until dawn, we talked about that with Axel. Great story. Um. Burnout Paradise, they remastered it for the PlayStation 4. That's probably my favorite car racing game ever. Um, Doom Eternal drops next month. Um, Death Stranding drops next month with Norman Reedus as the main character. Uh, what are we Word doing? Up. Oh, yeah. Yes. Alright. Another week podcast, DJ, ready. Yo, shout out, Tank. <laughs>